1: Hey guys, welcome to Marjorie Martinez, and I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hi. And <laughs> <laughs> what you got? <laughs> I got nothing.
2: Wow, yeah. you're getting in a. Uh- in a groove with this, no, that well,
1: groove. I have nothing like fun to talk about. <laughs> I, I could
2: talk about um, I'm so happy right now because you have a big old zit on yeah. your forehead.
1: <laughs> you want to take a picture? Will it will it trend if you? I get a really
2: excited because you never like. I'm always either bloated or I break out or. It go? oh There it is. Yeah, I know it's not as big as I would like. I'm hoping by it's tomorrow really not it's that bigger. Bad. It just hurts. No, it's I thought I just had so a headache
1: bad. until I looked in the mirror.
2: You confused then, having a zit? That's how that's how <laughs> seldom you get zits, is yeah. that you don't know the difference between having a headache and having a zit.
1: Well, it was like that episode of The Simpsons where I touch it and I just go, ow, quit it. And then I touch right, it again, right. ow, quit it. It's good pain. <laughs> yeah. It's like that good pain. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know.
2: Weird. It's a difference between good pain. No, but even yes, the other day, like you're trying on shorts and you're like, oh, I haven't worn these in like a year. And you're like pulling on the waistband. I'm like, oh, are they tight? You're like, no, they're loose. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, Those I my never put shorts. on pants, and I'm like, oh, they're loot. Like, what the hell? You know
1: what's weird? I was going through my closet, and I found short I was just, like, cleaning old stuff out. And I found old shorts that were a size up. And I don't remember buying that. I, when was I ever a 31?
2: I, do you think I'm do you know that tra- A 31, that's what you're – I wouldn't even reveal that online. I like, get all <laughs> she, kinds of hate mail. Really? Probably. Huh. I mean, what, really? Like a 31? Well, Come yeah, because I
1: put my th- my 30s on from that I was taking out from last year. Rawr, rawr, and rawr, a little rawr, loose, but rawr, rawr, still fit with rawr, the belt. Rawr, rawr.
2: <laughs> you have some nerve talking like that to me.
1: See, but that's not fair because people complain about being fat, and that's acceptable to be able to complain about that. But if you feel like you're too skinny, isn't that kind of the same thing? Like, isn't there yeah, a too so. skinny? I don't know.
2: I mean, I just feel like I've it's always just felt annoying that I, you know, I have to listen to you who we eat the same like we can eat the same garbage. And then the next day you're like, oh, my pants are too thin. Like that's how murders start. (laughs) (laughs) And the judge would understand. A female judge would be like, bitch, I got you. I get it.
1: There is plenty of people out there just like me who don't want to be too thin. And that's why I was working out so hard for so many years and trying to like buff up because that's my way of losing weight but you know, you know what i'm saying somebody who thinks they need to lose weight for me it's gaining weight
2: it's that's your body image thing yeah so it's just as uncomfortable well no mine is more like i just am frustrated if my clothes don't fit because i don't want to go buy new clothes right
1: and i don't want you to buy new clothes exactly right
2: but i want to eat so yeah. it's you know it's like so- that whole um you know i want to be thin and everything but i also want to eat tacos okay (laughs) so and i always i choose tacos every time
1: i love tacos yeah Yeah. who doesn't i like your tacos
2: my tacos are good thank you i appreciate that (laughs) um okay so i wanted to talk about boundaries and limitations okay and we're gonna get into this later but i actually came up with this the night of the fourth of july a few days ago okay so and we'll, oh, we'll get we fighting now we'll or? get to that <laughs> no we're not gonna fight because we kind of already did about it it was short term i didn't want to make it into a whole big thing and at this point like how many of the same fight can we really have mm, yeah but um but that's where i came up with it and we will get to that okay but it also kind of relates back to the safe and wild and that that you and i are always well are now sort of trying to achieve that balance because i think at times you're, you on a more long-term scale and a bigger scale, me on a sort of um, uh, limited scale, like time limitation, but I also, I think we can both live like with no breaks where we're sometimes kind of like coasting and we forget that we need to like stop and put on the brakes. Does that make sense? Mm. Okay. Not really. <laughs> like for me, once I start drinking... I don't stop drinking. Right. Once I start eating, I don't stop eating. Like, and those kinds of things for me, once I start spending money, I don't stop spending money. Like those kinds of things for me, I don't put on the brakes, but they're, 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 they're usually pretty short lived. Like, okay. okay, So I start drinking at 7 PM. I'm in bed by 10 every fucking night. Like how much am I drinking? You know what I mean? So it's short lived. Okay. If I'm at a meal, and I, you know, have one piece of bread. I'm like, fuck it. Now I'm gonna have twelve pieces of bread because I, you know what I mean. Like, I, I don't set boundaries for myself in a lot of ways. But you're not setting boundaries. I think were more destructive. Is that not making sense? Uh,
1: uh, maybe. To Everybody else, <laughs> I, for some reason, I'm confused
2: well, with but what you're getting because to. because what I'm saying is once you start like you said it started with you like going out to dinner current. like I start and keep going absolutely yes. you start and you keep going you know like for instance in Atlantic City anytime we go to we'll get into it all okay but Ooh. but basically <laughs> okay. we don't both of us are bad at, at putting on the brakes and I think sometimes gotcha you know what I mean I think so, I got you now but also on the other on the, uh, also as as on a, a self protective level for for. Both of us, and I don't know if guys have this as much, but for myself, I think as a woman, I have trouble almost uh, setting boundaries and saying no, and um, and I'm trying to get better at that. And I think
1: saying no to yourself, or no, to no, no, me? no, no,
2: no, 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 no to other people in general, okay. not, not no, just to you know. Can you help? Can you do this? Can you, can you, can you? Oh, sure, of course. And then like, you know, when the whatever it is that I said yes to comes along, I'm like, what did I do? You know, because now I don't want to do whatever that thing is. Okay, Um, right. I think... You know, with work, it's hard to set boundaries. Not not for me. I'm talking more about you, or just men in general, or people who work in general. Shouldn't say men, people in general. Like what Area H- Anna Huffington is saying that we need to set boundaries. Now she has that thrive mode on her phone, uh, up for people's phones, mm-hmm. the apps that you can download, and you say, "I'm sorry, I'm not available right now." Like right. all these things where uh, setting boundaries for our kids, it's 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 a huge topic. But I kind of wanted to break it down a little bit. I think the interesting thing about being an adult that I've learned is that you have, you have two ways to look at it. You're, you're, you have all these responsibilities put on you. You're all of a sudden like, holy shit, now I have to work. I have to support a family. I have to be the protector of people in my life. I have, you have all these things that you have to do, which is super stressful. And then the total other side of it is, wait a minute, I'm an adult. I can do whatever the fuck I want.
1: Right. You know what but I there's mean? There's a dangerous line there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
2: You know what I mean? So so you get to the point where you're like, you have all these responsibilities. And I'm, I'm saying you as a general you. And, and then all of a sudden you're like, but wait a minute. There's this whole other side to it, which is I'm a fucking grown up. If right. I want to, you know, go out and spend a shit ton of money or I want to go out and, you know live dangerously or I want to buy a whole chocolate cake and eat it. No one's going to tell. <laughs> it's so dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, but what I'm saying is it's like a good my, thing and a bad <laughs> thing, you know?
1: Yeah. My thoughts are like, I want to go to AC. I want to drink. I right. want to smoke. I want to no. And then you're like, I want a chocolate cake. <laughs> no, I want to smoke too. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah.
2: But, but no, I, yeah, that's my, you know, that's my, so I think that uh, learning how to balance that is, is a big deal because I think we're either on, One side or the other, like you, Adam, Mm -hmm. have either been, you know, expected to be the provider, the protector, the everything. And then I think in order to balance that, you would go off the deep end and be like, well, look what else I'm going to do, motherfucker. Like, I'm still a partier and I can still go out. And you know what I mean? Like, I Mm -hmm. think it's been both. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I think also there's this whole, on the other side of that, I think there's this whole idea of deprivation now we deprive ourselves with dieting with um there's this whole culture of deprivation you know of uh like all these things that we're supposed to not do because it's bad for us well and then sometimes we keep ourselves from doing it and then all of a sudden it's like all that deprivation leads to just total gluttony also
1: yeah no that completely makes sense but like as anything that you're saying like we're adults we can do whatever we want if you eat the whole chocolate cake, yeah, you got to diet for a week after that. Or, or not or diet, but you're, always, you're just
2: going to feel ill. Right,
1: there's always, there's consequences to the things that we want exactly, to do. Exactly, exactly. That sucks.
2: Can somebody yeah. invent something? Well, I I have this whole, you know, now there's this whole intuitive eating thing and stuff, which maybe we'll get into in a different episode. My sister's been doing it, and it has a lot of, there's a lot of um, positive feedback to it. and There's also a lot of people who give a lot of negative feedback to it. But it's, you know, a lot, in a lot of ways... When we deprive ourselves, sometimes it, 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 it's not a good thing when we deprive ourselves too much. So achieving this balance is tr- sort of what we're trying to do.
1: Right. What so is it? real quick,
2: intuitive eating yeah. is more, it's sort of like a eat when you're hungry, stop worrying about everything that, and listen, I'm not, I haven't read the books on it. I don't, uh-huh. I, I haven't done the research, um, You know, I I do know that I'm getting to a point in my life where I am so fucking sick of dieting. I'm so sick of worrying about everything I put in my mouth. I want to work out. I want to be healthy. I want to be strong. I want to get back into all of that. But I'm so sick of worrying about every fucking thing that I eat. And I think that that's sort of the overall, why are we doing this to ourselves?
1: Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, I went through a huge phase of, Organic only, everything perfectly portioned things for every meal. Well, I don't and think
2: the intuitive eating is saying no organic. I think I no. Think I'm it's not about, saying that. I was.
1: Right. I was just saying that I was worried about everything that I was eating. I was worried about how many days I was working out. I was worried about, and then I just got to a point where I'm like, oh, really? Like yeah. what the fuck?
2: Well, again, it's it, you w- when you go to an extreme. I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like right now, I'm trying to run, and when I'm running, I'm not. I used to run in time myself. I used to run. And, you know, sprint the half of the way home. I used to, I used to do all these things that weren't enjoyable that I got to the point where I was like, "Ah, who wants to fucking do that? Now when I'm running, I'm trying to enjoy what I'm listening to. I'm not, I'm not timing myself. I'm not, I'm trying to run for the sake of running. I love to run. I do. I'm one of those stupid people who loves to run, but I don't love to push myself to the point of feeling like I'm going to vomit. And you know what I mean? That's, doesn't i that's not enjoyable to me
1: yeah that makes i got to get to that to that place because like i i just went running the other day and it was a while since i went that mm-hmm. far mm-hmm. and I, the, the way i used to run was so ultra competitive with myself yeah and like i used to run crazy time and now i'm like yeah we're not in that phase anymore beyond that. and we
2: have to be okay with that and like you said you walked up the hill when you got to yeah. a hill so what right right who cares? Still exercise. It's st- you still did it. Right.
1: I got to get my head out of it and enjoy it.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And I think we all need to do that. And we need to find whatever exercise or whatever it is in life we find enjoyable and stop pushing everything to the max. And then all of a sudden being like, Ugh, I can't, I can't sustain this. It's not sustainable. Right. You know? Get it. So anyway, um, Okay, I, I know that I wanted to talk about little boundaries. You know, we talked a lot way back in the day. We talked about um we did that when the we did the uh how much is too much mm-hmm. episode, which I think was a bad title. I think it confused a lot of people. It was like one of our first episodes. Right. We yeah. recorded it at a studio in New York, actually. Oh right.
1: That was fun at least. It was super fun. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, and people who listen to it really like it, but it was way back in the beginning and it was all about yeah, like, boundaries. That guy
1: was so funny just cracking up listening to us talk. Well, and we just got producing. him so drunk. Yeah, it was so funny. So. Now, I, I think he was in shock for the things that we were saying. I don't think he's heard that on a podcast before. Right. It was funny. But yeah. think
2: we walked in and he's like, oh, look at this cute right. suburban couple. Right. And like. then
1: we got him drunk and it was all, yeah, mm-hmm. all let loose.
2: But so anyway, so we all, all our relationships and everything have certain a little boundaries. I'm not. We're not. Get, I'm not going to get into the big details yet. Obviously, we have. We all should have bigger boundaries too. But we all have things in our relationship we won't do, like, like we. You and I. Well, this is more your thing, but we would never fart in front of each other. Can we
1: not even use right. that word? Exactly.
2: See, there we go. Dang. Back to that episode. That's what we talked about. You can't even say the word. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a
1: thing with me. Maybe that's my boundary issues. For the things that freak me out. I can't say the word. Mm-hmm. I can't um, hold things that represent what... You won't th- pass me the ketchup. K- exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have to use words to even represent what I'm trying to say, which you can at least explain for me. So right. <laughs> I yeah, can't.
2: you won't. You, you hate condiments. We
1: sell those bottles in my store
2: you sell ketchup at your store?
1: No, the bottle. Just the empty, like the red and the yellow. The oh, like mustard. to use at parties. Yeah, and yeah, film. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you see it like an old school diner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're cute. I won't put them on the shelf, <laughs> even though they're empty. <laughs> for real? Because of what... The- I won't touch the bottles <laughs> because of what that represents.
2: And I'm the one with the melted. That's fucked up, right? Least. Yeah, that's fucked it up. It is fucked
1: up. I mm-hmm. know that. But it's bizarre.
2: Well, you also won't share a toothbrush. That's a boundary for you. That's a hard no.
1: That's a hard no. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want anyone...
2: And, and I but, need a we need to do a poll about this. I'm gonna do a poll.
1: But you know what's even kind of strange? We've spoken before about how our son Ian uses my toiletries, not the toothbrush, that's forget that. But he's using my deodorant. Yeah, and he my smells soap,
2: way worse than me. But
1: he wants to use my my Ducanon stuff, right? right. So um, I, it doesn't bother me.
2: Yeah, but that's so weird because have you smelled him recently? <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. smells horrible. He's an
1: 11 year old active boy.
2: Uh, exactly. Yeah. I am a 41 year old uh, sit on the couch and binge watch Netflix girl. I don't sweat that much. Maybe it's
1: because when he uses it, it's back where it was.
2: Oh, that I leave it somewhere yeah, else. like and then
1: I have to go find when I. I don't
2: need. think with a toothbrush that's what it well, is. Well, no, a toothbrush, forget it. Nobody's
1: using right, my right, toothbrush. Right. Yeah. Okay. What else all you got right. for me?
2: Um, I got no, a I, bunch. What else? I, I didn't do that. I just thought you were going to do some for you. Um, I now mean, now my, now I'm curious. My hard no's were just. I don't like to have sex when i have my period.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm okay with that.
2: <laughs> oh, why? You're the one who's always like, who cares? Well, um,
1: yes and no. Okay. Um, I'm 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 kind of either way about it.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's a hard no for me. Okay. I don't, I don't enjoy it at all. It's that, It's not even that I think it's gross. I don't like the feel of it.
1: Yeah, it feels different.
2: Oh, feels, yeah, it's like throwing a hot dog down a <laughs> <up> hallway. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like no friction whatsoever. Is it, just it one of those
1: fat hot dogs or one of those little skinny? It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, that's for mine, ego. <laughs>
2: Um. Yeah. I just. It just doesn't. I don't know. I get it. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, obviously, and then you leave, and you're like, okay, and we wake up the next morning, and you're fine. You're never mad at me or anything. Like, you're never. You know oh, you're when gonna you say get no. Sex eventually. It's just not going to be that night. Well,
1: I realize it's not happening. I go. I take care mm-hmm. of myself. I was going to say you put on porn. Yeah. Or? uh yeah I, yeah. I told. See, but yeah, when hard, you leave, I put on porn too. It's hard to find like 30 <laughs> second porn because <laughs> that's <laughs> that needs to just be a thing just fast forward to the last 10 I try seconds. that but then I skip too far and I want to see the part that I just skipped through and right. then I want to watch it and then Yeah, it's too-
2: how long does it take people to masturbate that it, it's that literally 30, 30 is, seconds to a minute But I was going to say that like porn goes on forever but really if you're masturbating you only need like 30 seconds yeah. or a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Or m- women too. Is that true? Yeah, super fast. I know exactly what to do and where to go. It's not rocket science. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is for you guys when it comes to us, but it's not rocket science for us when it comes to us. You guys are too complicated. No, no, we're really not. Um, okay. So anyway, uh, that was what I wanted just like the little boundaries as far as big boundaries go. Um, again, I, you know, I talk about Gottman a lot because they, they break it down and they have, um, the four horsemen, which are the four things you're never supposed to do in a relationship, We could do a whole episode on that, but um, the biggest one is um, that if you... The the worst thing you can do in a relationship when you're fighting is to show contempt. And showing contempt is, uh, you know, so that should be a boundary in your relationship, that if you're fighting, that you don't go to that point of contempt, which basically is, it starts small, um, but then it starts... With um, you saying things to your spouse, like, like for instance, if you have a spouse who's always late, okay? And um, then you say to your spouse, uh, you know, when I was in second grade, I learned how to tell time. And I know, you know, like stuff like that. Or you roll your eyes or you do the, ugh, are you fucking kidding? Like stuff like that, mm-hmm. which I we do a thousand times and, you know, but, but you're not supposed to. Um, so that's really the big thing. And they say that that's the, that's the biggest, that's the biggest no, no of everything. Um, yeah. So, um, and that feelings of contempt, um, you know, there are ways to get over it and I had them somewhere here, but now I can't find them. Oh, here. So, uh, it says, um, contempt is, um, it's a form of attack on someone's sense of self. And contempt always leads to more conflict. It never resolves anything. And um, it's eye-rolling, disgust-feeling, negative thinking. And one partner is, you know, is always feeling attacked. So um, instead of saying, you do this to me, or you need to learn how to tell time, instead it should be, listen, I have the need to be on time. Do you think you could work with me? and we could figure this out together. Like that's the way to approach it, which in the moment is obviously yeah. super hard.
1: There's always one way to step back and look into a situation and be like, maybe you should have do it this way. But when you're in the heat of the moment, it's not quite that simplistic. Yeah. Like there's always like I have this here down in my notes, but um I'll just throw it out there now, where like fighting styles, where why you and I have a hard time coming to a resolution is because right off the bat you're at a volume ten, mm-hmm. you're you're like attack mode. You're,
2: but it's taken me a while to get there. Not it's, necessarily. It's a build up. It doesn't even
1: matter. It could be that situation, or it could just be we just started talking about whatever you're mad at, and you're like, bam, like volume up. Okay, I'm and gonna then, talk and about for me. My boundary may might be that i i I can't do that i can't handle that
2: here's our fighting style in a nutshell okay because here's where we both are bad so i yes i am i don't know if this is one of the four horsemen or not but yes i have anger issues in that i well i scream
1: okay but don't say anger issues because you're like that with the kids too
2: yeah it's anger
1: Okay, I didn't know if you were coming towards me with those things you're angry about. No, 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 I know know what you're saying.
2: My my volume is at a 10, although I grew up in a household with a mom who screamed and um it was effective (laughs) i was scared of her (laughs) she never never touched us never hit us nothing but
1: uh, yeah but it came from the bedroom so how scared could you be no no
2: no she used to chase us up the stairs and i would lock myself in the bathroom and she'd be like you open this door right now and (laughs) i'd be like are you fucking crazy i'm not opening the door (laughs) oh open the door sure
1: hold on let me just open the door for you
2: (laughs) but she would scream um and, and I guess I was sort of like, all right. And then it was over and it was fine. And she was the most, she was such a, she's such a loving person, you yeah. know, like she's, the screaming does not define her. And I know my, I'm not, I'm never worried that you or the kids wonder if I love you. Like if I'm screaming, you know, I'm pissed. Like I, you know, I'm super affectionate and everything. I just, I happen to have a downfall that's screaming. And I would like to work on that.
1: I would like you to too.
2: I would too. Yeah. But, um, but, but. Okay, so here's the problem is that like the other night we'll talk about, all right, so I'm going to get into the 4th of July in a second because number one, it's kind of a good story. And number two, I think it says a lot about our relationship. But when, when I was upset with you, I said to you, Don't, uh, we?" okay, I'll tell the story. Tell Can I so. tell the story? So here's where we go with boundaries. Here's the problem with the no breaks with you. Um, that has been a hard thing in our relationship is that once you start with something, you get super excited about it, and then you can't stop.
1: Okay, I completely agree with you, and I know that's how you feel. I kind of feel the same way. I get that. But before you tell the story, let's take a break. We'll be right back.
2: Okay. Okay. This is going to sound dramatic, but I honestly feel like the green light card is changing the way we parent.
1: I don't think that's dramatic at all. Okay, thank you. I completely agree. Right. Yes.
2: It's been so easy since we got it. Our son, who literally wants something new every single day, hasn't really been asking for new things because he kind of knows the drill now. And he did just save up for, he wanted to, Steph Curry, is that the basketball guy's name? (laughs) I think his name is Steph Curry. Anyway, he really wanted the sneakers. Um, They were way more money than I was willing to spend on sneakers. So he spent three weeks, and he uh, loaded and unloaded the dishwasher. He walked the dog, and he read for uh, summer reading, which for anybody whose kids have summer reading, you know, that is not an easy task. And he saved up and he bought them. So it's just completely changing the way our kids are understanding finance, and it's taking this burden off of us. And easily, I think just incorporating decisions about money into our kids lives. And it's just so amazing because each kid um, gets automated allowances if you want, or you can just pay if they do something exceptional that day that you want to just put money in. People can gift them money, and um, there's just so many flexible payment options. And teens can set up a direct deposit and learn the importance of saving and giving.
1: Go to greenlightcard.com marriage, and your first month is free, and then it's just $4.99 a month for up to five kids.
2: That's crazy. It's awesome. I mean, I it's going to
1: change the way, like you said, it's going to change the way we're better with them financially than we are ourselves. <laughs>
2: Thanks I, to this card. <laughs> I know. It's so true. Yeah. And we have it for our 13 year old, our 11 year old and our seven year old, and they're all actively using it. So go check it out. Greenlightcard.com slash marriage. A few months ago, I sent my kids drawings, art, cards that they've made trophies, ceramics, all into Archive after they sent me this box with a prepaid UPS label. And they sent me back this gorgeous hardcover book with all of our kids stuff in it, professionally photographed. These aren't iPhone uh, photographs. These are real professional photographs. And you can tell the second you look at the book. It's been sitting on our coffee table ever since we got it. The kids look through it obsessively and anytime a guest comes over, that's the first thing that they do. Look at my art, look what I've done and they look through it together and it's been a great conversation piece. So if you go to archiveapp.com and use promo code MNM, you'll get $20 off your Archive shipping kit. And this big box comes, you put everything in it, it's super easy, and then they just ship you back everything in this gorgeous hard bound book. And let's face it, the summer is almost halfway over, I hate to say it, all that new artwork from the upcoming year is going to start coming home, so why not start fresh, have everything in this gorgeous book from previous years, and just be ready to start new for the new school year. I think it's awesome. Awesome archiveapp.com use code MNM and you'll get $20 off your Archive shipping kit.
1: Okay, I can't wait to hear this. Bring it on.
2: Okay, so the the 4th of July. Yeah. All right, so when we talk about boundaries, the one thing, we talked about this a little bit in the Safe and Wild episode. One thing that I love about you so much is that you're so fun.
1: Why are you starting it with like, a? this is how I love you, but... No, no,
2: no, but it it really... it's, it, it has to do with this. Like, okay. it's my, it, this, is, this is the, the part where um, I, I, I have trouble and I worry, I'm never able to relax really in life because um, you don't know the, the boundaries and the limitations. And, and that's a little bit one thing that I love about you. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I was just listening to an interview with Anthony Bourdain and he reminds me a lot of you. I know I can I don't I can't get into his head. I don't know what was going on there or anything like that. But um I I love him. I think he's yeah. a, I think he was an amazing guy. I think he was a tortured soul a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Or very much yes. so. Um but I also think he was the type of guy who liked to get down and dirty and he liked to really live and he liked to really embrace and enjoy and he could go same way with you. Like you love, you know, good food and everything and like he would go to um all these different cultures and sit down at a table and eat stuff and probably make them feel phenomenal about their culture and about their, you know, he was like such an accepting guy and everything. And those are all the same things I love about you. Like you just have this rawness to you and this appreciation of, um, the, like the inner workings of like life and culture. Like, I feel like that's all, that's a good way to put it
1: because, because like, just like Anthony Bourdain, I love the good stuff. I love the good but I love the street food. I love this, this exactly. shit. I well, love.
2: And if you were to travel and you unfortunately haven't had the chance to do like he did, or fortunately, because he, I think maybe for him it was too much, but um, you ha- you haven't gotten that. But if you did, like you would be the type who could go into, you know, the center, a center city of China or any oh, cold anywhere. I, I would just use this. China as an example and sit down at a table and truly and completely appreciate the culture and the food and Absolutely. The, you would be the best dinner guest. Yeah. And I love that about you. But the other side of di- Anthony Bourdain, where I also think you uh, have a parallel is that he always says that from the time he was younger and this was you from the time he was younger, he was self-destructive. And if he was at, if he was with friends and everybody was doing drugs, well, he was doing the most drugs. And if he was at a party and everybody was getting drunk, he was the drunkest. Like he always took it to that. He was always teetering on the edge, mm-hmm. you know, of a cliff and, you know, and, and unfortunately it got to be too much. And I think maybe some of that was that he had the opportunity to go to a, down a path that fosters that.
1: Right. You know what yeah. I mean? The, that was the lifestyle. The that cooking he was scene, yeah.
2: the, the kitchen, the, you know, but, um, uh, but and I, I've, you know, I think he was again like tortured. Um, but I feel sometimes with you, like you are, you can be destructive like that.
1: And <laughs> I, this is a big setup. for Okay, the story I'm sorry, that you're I'm sorry. You.
2: But but when I was listening to the interview, it was so you because there's so many positive aspects to your personality like that, like that you like to be in the thick of things. But there's also this part of me that's that that worries. So we're at, okay, so we're at a 4th of July party this week with uh, some of our best friends. Mm -hmm. And um, they live like in the middle of the woods. And you're the party guy. Everybody knows Adam's the party guy. When you show up, it's tons of fun, which I love. But there's also another aspect of it that's, you know, sometimes I like it to be where I could just go and relax and not have to worry about you being the party guy and what's going to end up happening. So you're like obsessed with fireworks, yeah, you have an obsession with fireworks that literally are kids. You'll be like, "Let's do fireworks, kids," and they'll be like, "Really? Do we have to?" <laughs> right,
1: like it's again, Dad. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And their but, kids come home. Like I mean, their kids, their friends come over and are excited about yeah.
1: it. Yeah, but I also want to put out there that you, when we're at the party before the like the fireworks was the only thing. I, I wasn't the guy with the lamp shaped. Like the lampshade on my head, like dancing around. Nobody had
2: a lampshade on their head. But but
1: I'm just trying to say, like, I wasn't. But you're always
2: the guy going the furthest.
1: Okay, but I I was just trying to say, aside from the fireworks, was there really anything that made me? Okay,
2: well, all right, well, let's get to the fireworks. (laughs) Okay. So, fireworks are not illegal in New Jersey. I'm going to preface it with that. But we we were at a friend's house who lives in the middle of the woods. So you need to be a little careful. So you start setting off kind of small fireworks, you know, like the fun, like firecrackly ones. And, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone's like, oh, yay, you know, so fun. (laughs) So...
0: Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig.
2: We do that for a few minutes and, you know, I'm like, okay, this is good. I can handle this, you know, and our son, our youngest son is running inside because he's scared of any fireworks. So, mm-hmm. so you run out of fireworks and I'm excited because I'm like, okay, everyone, everything went fine, you know, and, and, and people were excited about the fireworks and I'm like, all right, I'm glad it's over because I do get nervous when it's, first of all, it's not our house. They are literally in the middle of the woods where they live. And so I'm like, okay, I can breathe now because it's all fine. He did it. It was great. He's party at him. It went well. And then all of a sudden I see you walk in with more fireworks. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, oh, my God, I thought it was done. And, and some of our friend, half of our friends are super excited about you f- doing fireworks. And half of our friends are like nervous about the fireworks.
1: Half? Like two moms. Okay, fine. <laughs> and I was yeah. one
2: of them. So you walk in and I'm like, Enough done be done
1: and i but i did not do anything without the consent of the homeowner okay but
2: it doesn't matter i am your wife
1: and all the kids cheering me on <laughs> because
2: i am your wife and i said to you enough please enough stop it's enough okay and you completely ignored me okay so here i am now you're starting to set them off and i'm going inside because i, I can't my heart is pounding at this point because i'm like oh i don't know anything could go wrong literally i see sparks coming off of trees right because we are literally in the middle of the woods okay
1: no don't don't make it like we're literally in the middle of the woods yes we are we're in a we're at a home surrounded by trees but obviously not on the property Surra- okay
2: fine we're surrounded by fucking wood <laughs> okay. that is flammable right. so Then I say to you enough plus I wanted to leave soon the kids have camp like it was enough like we had a great time it was time to fucking go like done and then I looked at you and I was like we need to go and all of a sudden I see you're getting food Ian's getting food you're going to set off more fireworks and I'm like no no, no, I want to leave so by this point I'm getting annoyed so then you let off the last fireworks And I think it's done. And I'm already annoyed because I'm like, I literally said to him, how hard is it to be like, all right, she doesn't want me to do it. I did 20 fireworks. I don't need to do anymore. So all of a sudden I hear somebody, fire, fire. (laughs) And I'm like, holy shit. And I look in the woods and there's a fucking fire. Like a fucking fire in the middle of the woods. And our friend luckily is smart enough that he goes and he gets a Fire extinguisher. I would have been out there with like a bucket. (laughs) (laughs) But he goes in the kitchen running. One guy burns his foot because he's barefoot and he's trying to run and put out the fire. And he burns his fucking toes. And you're there like, you know, cleaning up the fireworks and everything and helping them put up the fire and everything. And I'm like, "I I just, I knew. I know. You always take it too far. And it's never another husband taking it too far. It's never another dad taking it too far. And I know everybody loves you because you're so fun, but I'm the one who deals with the stress of it. Because ultimately, if a fire, if the fire department came, it would be who was setting off these fireworks. And it, uh, fine, they're legal now or whatever, but still a fucking fire department would have had to come. The whole fucking woods could have caught on fire. I know I'm using fuck a lot, but... <laughs> And there's no guarantee
1: out. it was mine. It was fireworks going around all of the, all of the okay, same neighborhood. Okay,
2: but when you're a wife and you told your husband to stop and he didn't, you're pissed. So right. it doesn't matter whose fireworks it was.
1: The whole time, <laughs> this is the worst excuse ever. All the kids were like, you're the
2: best, Adam. Mm-hmm. I love you.
1: Oh, my God. You were incredible. Not just the kids. I know the adults, and adults were, were too. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I was feeding off that shit. I was liking it. So I, I wasn't doing it because they, everybody was rooting me out. I wasn't looking right. for that.
2: but. I know you are like obsessed with fireworks. It's fun. You know what? It's you. I think it's like it's dangerous, but not too dangerous. But and and you like, yeah, you like to be the fun of the party. And I love that about you. But you need to start when I say enough. You need to be like, okay, maybe she fucking knows something. Like maybe she's telling me enough and I should listen to her. So that's the part that I have trouble with. And then we ended up. okay. so then we ended up fighting about it. Eh, kind of. Well, I was angry. I know. I know. And you were like mad at me for being angry.
1: Yeah, and one reason being, if you remember, when we were trying to leave, everybody was saying to you, Danielle, calm down, Danielle, you're you're but it's exaggerating. Not husband, Danielle, and they haven't you're...
2: dealt with it a thousand times. Okay,
1: but but obviously, if if nobody else felt the same way that you did. Was it really as... But
2: I knew I was going to be up the rest of the night worrying about a fire starting because it was my husband who had set them off.
1: Yeah, but I actually was the one who was up on night. Right. Uh, well, good. I'm <laughs> yeah. glad
2: you were. But, but that Yeah, I texted me... him the next
1: morning. Like, hey, dude, everything... Like, thanks for the party. Mm-hmm. Everything okay? No, oh, and
2: they're the nicest. We have oh, the most yeah. wonderful friends. And, and I know... Listen, but I am the wife. I am the one who winds up saying to myself, I, I don't know how to... Uh, and control is the wrong word, but it's also the right word. I don't know how to control it. it. When it when you go too far and you say to yourself, oh, well, I'm not this and I'm not this and I'm not spending too much money and I'm not drinking too much. And I'm not like you, you, too far is too far, no matter what it is. OK. So that's that's my whole problem. But then when we were fighting, you started what they call the Gottman's, Gottman Institute's calls stonewalling which you put up this barrier I'm telling you things and you're completely ignoring me yes right which makes me even more pissed off right right so then at a certain point I'm like w- screaming at you right well he-
1: well no, this time you didn't typically you start off screaming at me which maybe is what I anticipated so I shut down okay but, because I know that that's okay, where you but go so that's
2: where our fighting styles are you being silent is horrible
1: well you being screaming is horrible fine
2: you being screaming yes But anyway, so uh, that is that that's the kind of stuff that I'm sort of like, it's always my husband who is the one who, uh, you know, I'm the one who has to worry. Nobody. I don't feel like at these parties, nobody else is worrying about their husband. Well, maybe that's not true. I know some people who are worried about their
1: (laughs) I don't think that's even fair to say.
2: (laughs) Okay, but I have dealt with a lot of it. So I, I do. I worry. Um, and I'm worried about you blowing off your fucking fingers. Oh, come on. We
1: don't have those kinds of fireworks that you blow off your fingers. You I, wasn't off off your I wasn't letting off M80s. I wasn't doing like dynamite sticks. All right. Yeah.
2: So that's the firework okay. story. But literally in that second where they're like, fire. And you look back in the woods and you see an actual fire <laughs> an actual surrounded fire. by trees and dry leaves <laughs> yeah. and all this no, stuff. That was scary. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Totally scary. Yes. Yes. It was. I'm just curious, completely back to the other topic of boundaries for ourselves and saying no and stuff i'm curious for you as a man like do you ever feel that that you have trouble saying no to things and that you need to set boundaries because i know as i think i know i'm stereotyping but i do think it's true i think as women we have this huge can't say like we just have trouble saying no we want to say yes to everything yeah
1: i i feel like with like small things like if a friend is like hey you want to get together tonight, you know, grab dinner or whatever, get together for drinks. I can easily say, nah, not. Nah, I'm not into it. I feel bad. Like I have a guilt inside, but I can easily be like, nah, I'm not into it. And just, that's my answer. Like, no, not tonight. No, thanks. You know, mm-hmm. without an excuse, without anything like that. But for the bigger things, I mean, you know very well, I've never been good with dealing with conflict.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when
1: it comes to the big things, yeah, you
2: don't like um you don't like uh confrontation. I hate confrontation.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm I and I was always very bad at dealing with confrontation. And I think that that made me almost like a people pleaser at some point or for the most part of my life. Like just doing things because I don't want to cause confrontation. Mm-hmm. I don't want to cause conflict. I don't mm-hmm. want and I I didn't stand my ground, and I didn't stay. But you my were young own. too. But not even. I, I I'm thinking. I I don't think I've really gotten good at it until this last year, maybe. You know, with the help of therapy, with the help of the shit that we've gone through, and you and I discussing and talking about it. Um, I'm at a place now, finally, at 41. Am I 41?
2: You're gonna be 42 in uh, three shut weeks. Up. I'm
1: 41. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that I'm okay with being like, you know what? Here's why I'm not okay with that. And here's what bothers me about what you're saying. Where before I didn't do that very well. And I'm not looking just to please everybody anymore, which I did for the bulk of my life. And um I don't want to start confrontation. I don't want to cause it. But if it comes to my door, I can I can tackle it. I can handle it now. And I'm I'm way more comfortable handling it today than I was a year ago Mm -hmm. so it's changed only in the last year for me I think I think you know
2: well I think also after what everything we've gone through the past few years I think also we're sort of like um how do I say this it's hard to say but um we're sort of like all right like We're going to do what we have to do because shit goes down no matter what. Yeah. You know, and you're sort of like you want to surround yourself with the people who we know the people who have been there for us. And we know the people that we can tell anything to and they're supportive of us. And then we know the ones who haven't. And it's harder to maintain those relationships because you're sort of like, why am I saying yes to them when in return they're not doing the same for us?
1: Yes. And And, uh, and that's what I have learned.
2: Yes. But I also think we're at a point now where I think 10 years ago when when uh, our kids were really little and I was forming relationships and we were forming relationships with other parents and in the community and everything, we felt more like we had to say yes, because when you're forming relationships, you want to be the yes person. You want to be you know, that's how you make friendships and everything. Now mm, our friendships are formed. I mean it would not to say I don't, you know, I if we ha- if we make more friends and stuff great. But those are going to be on our terms. Right. We're not we don't have to prove ourselves anymore like our friends that are in our life now. If I can't say no to them, like I have friends who I'll cancel on and I know for 5 minutes they're going to be like, "You bitch." Right. And then five minutes later, they're going to be like, I love you. What are we doing next weekend? <laughs> you know, because they know me and they love me. And I don't have to prove myself to them anymore. And they know that I'm a fuck up. And they, but they know also that I'm not a fuck up. And yeah, that I'm gonna but I'm going to be what, there. That's
1: kind of what I was saying before. If I say no to a friend, it's like, you know what? No. Just, just no. Right. But I'll see you in a couple of days. We'll, right. we'll do something. Right. You know, something like that. And
2: if a friend gets mad at me for that, then I'm sort of at the point in my life where I'm like, okay, that's not the friendship at this point in my life that I need. You know, I have a teenager and I have shit to take care of. I have stuff to get in line. Like we have this business now. Like I have all this stuff now that I need to be on top of. And so for me, it's like, okay, if you're going to be the type of person who's going to hold a grudge over me, fuck that. But when I was just establishing those relationships, I didn't have the ground to do that.
1: Yeah, because you needed... Friends for right. our children. to build those friendships. And, yes. Yeah, so you, yes. you you were forced into... I don't want to say forced. You were. You,
2: no, you were, I just you, had to do more. Yeah,
1: you were trying to build relationships for the kids where now we're not at that point because they're old enough. Right. And they're in school. Well, and when I
2: formed those friendships and the ones that I formed have sifted through the ones that are... Um, it's not going to work. Like, if you are expecting me to be, you know... Wherever you need me to be at a certain time, or to be at your PTA function, or this or that, it's not gonna work for us. <laughs> you, know? you have to break up. We have to break up. <laughs> yeah. But if you're gonna, you know, if you're the type who they know who I am, they know I'm gonna be there eight times out of ten. I'm gonna not cancel, but two at twenty percent of the time. I'm that's good, right? Two out of ten. Is <laughs>
1: Sorry, go I'm gonna cancel.
2: Okay. Yeah. So know do I.
1: you think this this is? completely off topic and maybe something that we should even focus on for another episode do you feel that it's okay that you say listen that's the way I am that's the way it is if you're not into it goodbye like we just can't be friends I haven't lost any friends yet okay I'm just I'm just saying like you you know you're you Danielle saying when my kids were little, we had to form friendships. I had to go the extra mile and the extra step and do things I wasn't comfortable doing to make those friends, where now you're at the point where you say, I'm over that. This is who I am, if that's not okay with you.
2: Well, I'm not saying this is who I am. I'm going to fuck you over all the time, or I'm no, not going to hang gonna with No, I'm not saying you're going to fuck them you. over all
1: the time. It's just
2: like, sure, if I'm you can't Danielle. Say
1: yes. I don't do PTA meetings. You don't Absolutely. like that? Goodbye. Absolutely. Okay.
2: Sure. I'm I, at, think, I think I've earned it. Okay. I think I
1: I think there's something behind that that we should probably talk about for another episode. Oh,
2: why you don't agree with it?
1: I'm not saying I don't agree with it. I'm just saying there's there's probably a lot of underlying things. I'm not saying for you, Danielle. Wait a minute.
2: We all preach, and yes, I say all. We all preach be who you are accept each other for who you are support each other like i'm the type of person who i build other people up i really do believe yes,
1: that yes i agree with that i
2: i if there's some I, there's nothing i want more than i am the person who is holding your hand and pulling you up
1: right i guess my point is yes we should accept everybody for who they are but in certain you know situations sure, you maybe can be you, pissed you have off to at me. no i'm just saying maybe you have to do the extra thing you're not comfortable doing just because of whatever situation uh, I think it I did is. my time. Okay.
2: Yeah, I think I did my time. Okay. I think I yeah, I'm not, I think I no longer have to do okay. that. Okay.
1: I'm I'm not What is the beauty this, of 40 plus? I'm not aiming this at you, no, 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 I Danielle. Know. I'm just saying there's some there's something about that topic I think could possibly be a whole episode. Sure. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
2: I know what you're saying, and and I do think that have I lost people in my life? Very few and far between. Or, a the, one, few. or,
1: or, or the ones you care about. What do you mean? I like if you've lost people because of that. Do I, did I care about not them? You don't even thinking about it. No, because... no, I
2: sure I care about them, okay. but it's not going to work. Okay. That's not a real friendship, you right. know, or a real relationship. Right. Uh, and, and if they can't see the other stuff I have to offer. Right. Then they don't want me for me. It's not worth it. Right.
1: See, the, yeah, that's where, that's why I think there's so much to talk about with that. Yeah. Because, all right, let's save that. Right. I well, like it.
2: Well, I think also we're accepting each, you know, we're, we've decided to accept each other for who we are. Do we have to, but we have to, it has to be a give and take. It has to be like you with the limits and me with something I've you done wrong. You got nothing, <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know I do it a lot wrong. <laughs> the screaming. Um, we, we want to work on things, but we're not throwing in the towel because, right. you know, so yeah, yeah, yeah okay um how about as parents setting boundaries that's kind of the last thing i have
1: how we should set boundaries for our kids
2: yeah i just uh, you know we are we have a teenager now she's a very good teenager we're not worried about her uh right now but i also don't want to be the parent who says oh not my kid uh but what kind of boundaries are you looking like what do you think you're going to plan for our kids like what are the boundaries well, yeah. going to be? Are there going to be curfews or are they going to sure. be? Sure, like-
1: It's not just even for teenagers because all kids need boundaries. I mean, it doesn't matter what mm-hmm. their age is. It doesn't matter, you know, if they're teenagers or not. I-, I think at every stage of being a child, you need boundaries because that's what helps them grow. That's what helps them make smart decisions when they're on their own. Even starting from, you know, one, two, three, four, five years old, like babies, you know, mm-hmm. um, Kids are impulsive. They do what they want and whatever feels good. I mean, that that's what being a child like is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but exactly. And it's not what's necessarily good for them. It's just what feels good. Right. That's that that's what's supposed to separate a child from an adult. Maybe sometimes adults <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. do what children do and do. It feels good, even though it's not good for them. Um, but whatever boundaries that I set for our kids, the the only purpose is number one to keep them safe, number two to keep them healthy, and number three to be good people.
2: Yeah, not end up like assholes. Correct. Mm-hmm.
1: I think those three things are extremely important. Yeah. Obviously, you want to keep. Your I kids think we safe.
2: both have a fear of raising assholes. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: but obviously, you you want to keep them safe. You want to teach them how to be healthy. So obviously, healthy they can, meaning what? Mentally life, healthy. Everything. Food mental like just being healthy as a we're person. We're doing a shit
2: job with food.
1: Yeah, terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible.
2: But do you have in your head already as a as a kid also who and for me too, we were both bad teenagers. Mm-hmm. Now when I want to say bad, it's the relatively speaking. Yeah. But 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 do you have things that you say to yourself like are you I'm I'm like looking to you for this? Well, okay. Like Here's- I like I took care of the toddler years. I'm kind of looking to you for the teenage okay. years.
1: Okay. Here's my Example for that. I don't even have this written down, but this has been in my mind since I was a teenager. I've been there. I've either done it or I've seen it. Mm -hmm. I know what the, listen, times have changed. I know that. I know there's different methods of. One social media. Exactly. A whole other. Like, so that's a whole different thing. There's, there's nothing that my children can do to hide from me. I've been there. I, so you'll know. I'll know if they've been. I don't
2: know with vaping. It's very hard now. I'll know. No, how will you know if a kid is vaping? You will not know if your kid is vaping.
1: Well, are you talking about pot or are you talking about. Anything. Well, with pot, you, if you know, I will know if my kid is high. I will know if my kid has been drinking. I will know if yeah, my kid. drinking almost. Has been, you know, doing all those basic, like maybe the social media stuff. You you would know before I did, you know. But all those basic things that have been with us for, you know, decades and decades, that all kids do, they're not going to get past me. So I I'm going to be able to set the boundaries with them. And if they come to me once with, I know they've been drinking. I'm I'm right there, stopping talking to them about it. Mm. And what's good about it, what's bad about it, how it could fuck them up, or how to do it responsibly when the time is right for them to do it responsibly? Yes, that involves curfews. That involves knowing that they need to be home at a certain time. It limits. Yeah, like
2: do you think about all that? Like, oh, absolutely. Is, I mean, I know with license and stuff, yet you, you know they need to be. Well, that the o'clock. shit out of me.
1: I'm very, very nervous. Especially
2: so, our daughter who can't even fucking cross uh, the street. <laughs> I'm so happy. I things, love you. I love her so much, but she can't. She really can't cross the street.
1: I'm so happy things are moving more towards automated automated driving. Possibly, our kids might not even be driving.
2: Mm. So no, that too me. Soon. all right
1: maybe in the next generation yeah, i don't know that's too soon but uh that that yeah because that scares me
2: it's so funny because i was talking to your mom who well my mom too has so they both have grandchildren now who are driving and she's I like she's like i thought it was bad when my kids are driving it's even worse when your grandkids are driving right because you know they're out there but you can't really you can't be texting them asking them you're all the, the time parent. right yeah, you're not the parent, right. so it's like it's it's this whole issue of you know you love them just as much, but you can't be on top of them just right. as much. Yeah, like our nephew just got his license, and he's such a responsible kid, but it's scary no matter what. Of course it is. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, but you don't have to worry about your kid. You have to worry about the other people on the road. That's of course, the scary of part because yeah, you have absolutely. no control. Well,
2: it. but you, but that's even that's always. And we have actually in a couple of weeks we have. Um, uh, someone coming on to talk to us about how to talk to your kids about sex.
1: All right. I'm not ready for that
0: one.
2: Well, <laughs> no, but that's why I did it because I know that you're super uncomfortable about that. Uh, but it's it's a conversation that needs to happen, and it needs to happen from more of a perspective of well, like I thought about when we were talking about uh, with Leah in the sexual uh, communications episode part two when we, when you were talking to her about how you're not really comfortable with schools teaching p- pleasure and everything like that and that's a whole issue that we have going on right now in our society is that nobody's talking about it like we said but um but we need to be talking about all yeah, of yeah I don't
1: think I'm as uncomfortable as you think
2: well you said you were uncomfortable no I know it.
1: but I think maybe even since Talking
2: to Leah. Well, this. Well, I wanted to bring someone on because they're really going to tell us how do you broach the subject at what age and at what age do you, you know, bring in books and what books and this and that. Like, there's all different ages that you can do things, and and things are changing so fast because I think when our second son, who's now 11, when he was younger, um, oh, I know we're totally off boundaries now, but when he was younger. Uh, I remember, you know, saying to him like, oh, do you have a girlfriend? And he did have a girlfriend and you know, all this stuff. And now I'm sort of like, if my mom will say to Jonah, our youngest, if she's like, oh, do you have a girlfriend? I'm like, don't ask him that. I don't want you asking him that. I asked you about dating. If you had a date again, okay. what would your boundaries be? What would the deal breakers be?
1: Oh, right. You did ask that. I didn't answer it. Oh. Um, only because, when I was dating, when I was a teenager. Yeah, I
2: asked you that too. Yeah, I
1: know. It's the same question. I didn't have very many boundaries. I was very open to just, mm-hmm. I loved girls. I loved being, my best friends were girls. Well, for the most part, I had best friends that were boys too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, re- I, I loved hanging out with girls and... I loved dating girls, and I loved being with girls, and I would go from one to another to another. Oh, I know, I was one of them. <laughs> yes, because I you didn't
2: even fucking buy me breakfast. I
1: I, <laughs> I, I just loved girls, so um, I didn't even have time to think about what my boundaries were because I didn't care.
2: Yeah, but I remember you saying to me like stupid boundaries, like if a girl drove a certain car, you wouldn't date her. If a girl, yeah,
1: like I wasn't into like, yeah, I wasn't into cheesiness.
2: Right, well, meanwhile, you were so fucking cheesy. I was so you didn't cheesy now, yeah.
1: well, no, I was not cheesy. I was cool with my black leather jacket right and my gap jeans, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I was very cool mm-hmm. no, but i I just didn't even think about boundaries at yeah. the time because I just wanted to be well,
2: I think about that now because uh and I wasn't even expecting I don't even have this in my notes. I wasn't even expecting to talk about it um and it's contra- it's a little bit controversial for me because I was raised in a very conservative Jewish household right. And my, I was raised thinking that you marry a Jewish boy, that's what you do, and you marry somebody who's in the same, you know, who's, I, I mean, really, when I married you, when I, I'm sorry, when I started dating you and you hadn't even gone to college, that was the biggest, I knew that was going to be an issue. Had on top of that you not been Jewish, that would have been, that was my mom, my mom wouldn't give a shit. It was all my dad. Um but that would have been a huge thing. And it's so interesting because when I think about our kids now and what I expected my boundaries to be as parents with my kids, dating and marrying and stuff, um, I always thought I would do the same. Right. I always thought that. And listen, and there, I, I think there is something nice about marrying someone in your own religion if they're the same person that jives with you and then you know, well, it can all work and, out. You know. Fine. But But that's certainly not my biggest... Concern now yeah I,
1: I think that's probably changed for the most part i don't think so no
2: no i think for us it has well, uh, for i me, think uh, once i married a jew and i was like this shit is fucking hard no matter what right i was sort of like uh no i'm not gonna do that to my
1: yeah kids. It, it was the same for me like i was always raised I, I was definitely not conservative in any way it was very reformed but it was still oh, but your parents wanted you to marry still jewish. marry yeah. yeah you marry jewish you know
2: and and we love each other so much. If my Kids end up marrying somebody who's Jewish. Then all the power to them. Great, but I'm in no, I'm in no means like I'm by no means going to. I'm more like, take you to what path is easiest for fulfillment. And if that means marrying somebody who's Jewish, great. If it means marrying somebody who's not Jewish and you have the same political beliefs, or you have, you know, like if that's what's more important to you, or whatever it is, uh, I, I've surprised myself in that my dad will kill me if he listens to this. He I won't. know he will. He won't make it this is far. Is a different generation, no he won't <laughs> make this far. He won't listen to this episode cuz I didn't put it on the allowed list. Right. But um but I do think that uh and I'm not putting down people people who want their kids to marry, that everybody do what's good, do what you got to do like all listen, by all means.
1: Love is love. That's not just for the LGBT uh, absolutely. community. Absolutely. That's uh, for everybody.
2: Absolutely. Whatever you whatever you want for your I'm not putting down any of it. I get I get it. I get why you want that for your kids, and I. But I'm also saying that it didn't make marriage any easier for right. us. Correct for our situation. Yeah, I'm sure it's
1: for everybody too. No,
2: don't say everybody. I want people to know. I don't want to. I'm not trying to ostracize anybody because I get the draw of marrying the same. Really, I get all of that. But for uh, what I've learned, because you can look at me and say. Do you want some your kids to marry someone with different political beliefs? No, I think that's harder.
1: Right? Right? Yeah. Well, that's harder. That's, those are like real current time things yeah, that you but have to do like. people do
2: it. People do it.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right?
2: So anyway, we don't have the secret. If our kids find out the secret and it works for them, I will be more than happy is what I'm saying.
1: Do you think there is a secret? I know. Uh, it's two different people coming together. Yeah, I think Goldie no matter- Hawn
2: and Kurt Russell have it. well no I'm serious I think that they are or Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson
1: okay but you think that from looking in on the outside
2: right nobody Oprah Winfrey and Stedman Graham I thought it was Gail and Oprah I mean fine but no (laughs) it's not no 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 they're best friends uh no I I think are you not even
1: surprised that I remembered her name Gail I
2: think I've just said it so many times (laughs) what's her last name
1: Oh, oh uh Winfrey (laughs) <laughs> gail winfrey well, are they together that's another oh thing god. no
2: well Ga oprah does say that people always you know they assume that she's just Sedman's just like a, you know like a prop and then right. she and gail are because god forbid two women are so close without being sexually active that you know like god forbid right. like what the fuck right. it's so stupid But, um, but no, I do think certain relationships, I don't know any of them personally, which I like, I like that my friends are very open about the fact that their relationships are not perfect.
1: Okay. Boundaries. Anything else? (laughs) What you got? Uh, Are we done?
2: No, I I guess, I mean, I have, yes, I have a lot more, but I think we're done. Okay. Yeah. Save it. We're done. Save it. Yeah. Please rate and review us. Are they not? Yeah, not as not as much as I I think people really think that other people will do it so they don't do it. I do that too right. with stuff. Yeah, I you do know, too. I'm like, yeah, me too. I'm like, oh, other people will worry about it or other people, you know, like if I hear like a um if someone wants you to like donate to a charity, I'm like, oh, someone else will donate. Right. If I, like, they're,
1: they're probably, goal, right if I don't they're probably going to reach their goal, but I don't. Right. Do right, it, what's right, what's right. But no,
2: no, we really need uh, and I do donate to a lot of charities. I don't want to go off there and say okay but um i yeah we need yeah please 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 if you love us write and review if you don't god bless and keep <laughs> god scrolling bless. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah it's it's
1: it's really easy just hit that button type yeah. a little nice thing yeah, and
2: hey make sure the subscribe button is hit all right everyone all right
1: thanks guys okay uh, love you love you bye,
2: bye.